Hey guys, the following podcast is a Lady Gang Network and Podcast One production, which means it's going to be awesome. Thanks for listening and being a part of Mama Said, and thanks in advance for supporting these sponsors in this episode. They help us have this much fun with you every week for free. So enjoy the show. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. No one said being a parent would be easy, but now you don't have to go through it alone. Actress and mother of two, Jamie Lynn Sigler, has teamed up with musician and stay-at-home mother of two, Jenna Paris, to create a safe place where you can confess your worst mommy sins and still feel like you're killing the mommy game. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. So on today's show, we have the brutally honest and open and wonderful couple of marriage and martinis, Danielle and Adam. They were awesome. Um, they were awesome. And so you have a lot of um, real real talk about relationships and parenting, and uh, they're a pretty awesome couple. Uh, and, you know, one thing I love to do when I talk deep about things <laughs> is have a, a delicious homebrewed taste of Gold Peak Real Brewed Tea, the comforts of home. Right. <laughs> um. You know, it, we're transitioning into fall, but that doesn't mean that we need to lose that crisp, cold, how I like it, um, taste of Gold Peak Real Bird Tea. It's, you know, it comes in a variety of flavors and sizes. Change it up. I think I'm going to change. I think I'm going to change my flavor up well, for the to fall. What? I don't know. I think I'm actually going to go to slightly sweet. Okay. From sweet to slightly sweet. I think I need to take it down and, you know, all the... I need to have need more to take it down like, a notch. savory flavors. Yeah. yeah, thinking. Yeah, speaking of flavors, um, there are fourteen. Did we say that? Yep. Um, everything is perfectly crafted with ingredients like pure filtered water, mountain-grown tea, and just the right balance of sweetness. So it's the real brew taste that always makes you feel right at home. So with ice cold Gold Peak real brew tea, the comforts of home are never far away. You can find your favorite Gold Peak flavor at a retailer near you. Gold Peak Real Routine, the, the taste that brings you home. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Hello and welcome to another episode of Mama Said. I'm Jamie. And I'm Jenna. And we haven't been here in a long we time. We haven't been here in a long time. Uh, but Jen and I are like, kind of like, I feel I'm so tired, but I feel like I'm really riding on adrenaline and coffee, but because you and I have a little vacay, just the two of us, I mean, it's work, but, and we have, uh, two guests today that, uh, we were a guest on their podcast. We're going to tell you about in a minute. Um, but let's just get to our win fails. Sure. I feel like that's our real way of catching up with each other. Yes, for sure. Mommy win. Mommy fail. Um, do you want to start? Sure. Okay. So my wins and fail actually go together. So my nanny actually is like my person that I keep going to to be reassured that my kid hasn't turned into a complete asshole and that just summer when they have no structure and things, it just, everybody just gets all out of rhythm because he's just, it's just been a lot and a lot of it has been like physically trying to hurt his brother and he loves his little brother like he's such a good big brother but there's just times where it's almost like he doesn't know what to do with his body and his energy of course despite my best efforts to do everything with them all day like all the activities all the things zoo everything so anyway 
he gets this thing whenever Cutters goes out of town, we have sleepovers, so he gets to sleep with me. And he lost his sleepover because of his behavior. Right. And you know me, I'm like a hard ass. I stick to my things. I don't give in. And so put him to bed. He actually went to bed, no problem. He really knew that he kind of like fucked up. Yeah. And he was like, I love you, mommy. I'm sorry. Tomorrow will be better. And I was like, absolutely. Like, go to go to bed. Like, with good thoughts. You're not a bad person. Mm-hmm. Like, we all make mistakes. It's okay. Like, tomorrow, let's just try and be better. Right. Like, with our brother. And in the middle of the night, he comes into my room in his little – it was totally manipulative because really he was just trying to sleep with me. But yeah. he was like, mommy. I'm like, what, Bo? And he's like, I was just so worried about you that you're sleeping by yourself. I just needed to come in and make sure you're okay. I'm just going to lay here and watch you. Don't worry. Go back to sleep. Oh, my God. That is so cute. And I was like. so smart. You know what? You can sleep with me because that was really good. Yeah. I'm impressed. I'm impressed, kid, with your your manipulativeness. Yeah. So that was my win and my fail just because I was like, wow, I've got a really like crafty little kid right there. Oh my gosh, that is Is it so, so cute? <laughs> oh, I love him. I love him. They're so smart. So, and and so... we don't give them enough credit. I know. Sometimes. I know. Yeah. Oh my God. All right, your turn. Um, okay, so big win for me is that I've been doing my therapy. Good. With my favorite therapist ever, and I hadn't seen her in a year and a half. And you guys, you know, sometimes these shows are out of order, but I have health anxiety, and it comes and goes. And this these past few months, it has really hit me hard. And um, so I just started, you know, having phone conversations with my therapist because I can't make it out there. Like we have yeah. the days I have yeah. the nanny; she's not in her office, and um, I actually love her. And she started listening to the podcast. She loves it, by the way. Oh, good. Um, would be terrible but, if she hated it. Oh my god, I know. She wouldn't say anything to me if she hated it. Of course. Um and it has made me feel so much better. Oh, I I can't I'm even so explain to you. I mean, I wrote down notes from the first session. Um have these little tools, you know, every morning I'm kind of setting my intentions and I have a little mantra that I say to myself about my health anxiety, and I say it every morning out loud. Um, And if I forget in the morning, I'll usually do it in the car. And it um, it makes me like stop and stop spiraling. And every time I I start spiraling about something, um, it allows me to just stop. I'm so proud. And it's it's working. And therapy actually works. (laughs) Um, I can't believe I waited a year and a half to see her. It should be a regular thing for me. it's okay. expensive, but you know. You're doing it now. That's This is what we need to focus on. Yeah. Um, so I'm really, really excited about that. So I encourage anyone who so just that's a win. even feels like they they need to speak to someone to just check into a therapist, you know? Yeah. Um, you could even call your health insurance and they can set you up with a therapist. Totally. Um, anyway, um, my fail is that um, I was really uh, frustrated last night. Milo came into my room and it was I had I've not been getting sleep at all he came and Neil's out of town came into my room and was like I don't know if he had a nightmare or something and I was like oh it's okay babe just like lay down and go back to sleep I didn't care I was so tired and I love him cuddling yeah yeah yeah. um so he didn't go back to sleep and after an hour I was like oh boy and he was nervous it sounded like he like was 
couldn't explain why he was having like some sort of nightmare. He was talking about he hated bees mm. or flies, well, he's still but really little. Yeah, and he's almost four, and but he couldn't articulate why he was so scared. And then he started crying about uh, Neil because Neil's been in Korea, and then now he's, he's now he's away for a funeral, and then he's going away again, and I'm leaving for out of town. So, um, so it's I think it all caught up to him, and instead of me being. Um, patient because I was so tired. I got a little frustrated with him and I was like, you need to go to bed. Like, you just need to go to bed. Um, it turns into a little win. After two hours, I was like, I need to flip. Like, what time of night It was is from this? one to three. Oh, wow. Um, so I flipped my switch finally and I was like, okay, me being a grumpy bitch isn't really working for him. Mm. So finally, I was like, Milo, lay down and I, I started tickling his back and I he was really nervous and I started whispering. I was like, mommy's here, mommy's here and I whispered it for like, five minutes until he went to sleep all he really and he had his arms around me all he really needed was for me to coddle him and cuddle him and like tell him he's okay and i i was so tired that i i didn't i'm a terrible human in the middle of the night um so yeah i feel bad so anyway that's that's what he needed and then he woke up bright and early at 6 30 in the morning (laughs) ready to go um but that's that so all right yeah but that, but very uh, self aware, self reflective. I feel yeah, like after a couple hours. <laughs> yeah, but that's yeah. okay. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, you turned it, was it around. Fine. Yeah. All right, we are going to be right back with Danielle and Adam from Marriage and Martinis, and we're going to talk all things keeping up with the Joneses. So we'll be right back. So I remember um, failing a math class in high school, and I couldn't quite get the grasp on anything that we were learning. It was really hard for me. I was getting A's in English, A's in histories, and math was just such a struggle, and it killed me. And it um, it wasn't until I started getting help and getting tutors that my math really, really improved. And, you know, Mathnasium wasn't around then, but if it was, it would have been an absolute lifesaver. Um, so you guys, I am going to be the biggest advocate for Mathnasium when as soon as my child is old enough or my children are old enough to use Mathnasium, they, you better believe that they are going to get the help that they get, that they can to ace those classes because our kids are settling back into school and they need the tools to make this school year the best yet. So you guys should really give them the Mathnasium advantage. And you guys, let me tell you about Mathnasium. They are the authority on math education for grades 2 through 12. Using customized learning plans, their expert instructors teach each child face-to-face, which is so important, by the way, explaining math in a way that makes sense to them because not everyone understands math in in one way. So it's really nice to be catered to your child. Mathnasium has over 1,000 franchise locations worldwide. So chances are they are right next door to your house. So start this school year off right. Schedule an assessment with Mathnasium today. It's risk-free. We have a very special URL and phone number just for our listeners. So listen up. Go to mathnasium.com slash mama today or call this phone number 877-834-MATH. That's mathnasium.com slash mama or call 877-834-MATH. And now back to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. All right, we are back. And today we have this rad couple behind the podcast, Marriage and Martinis. Danielle and Adam live in New Jersey with their three kids and two rescue dogs. They started Marriage and Martinis about a year ago while in the midst of going through the toughest time in their 17-year marriage. 
In their time together, they have dealt with gambling addiction, miscarriage, financial issues, debilitating OCD, betrayal, and so much more. Their hope is for everyone to realize that relationships are hard work and none of us are alone in our struggles, even though at times it really feels like it. Oh my God, please welcome this brave, amazing couple that's really just helping so many with their honesty and rawness and realness. Please welcome to the show, Danielle and Adam. Hi, Hi guys. Hi. Hey. Nice How to see are you. you? Thanks yes. for having us. Nice to we, see you guys in person. Yes, yeah. we met via Skype, right? Yeah. When we were guests on your podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now you're returning the favor. Yeah. And you're here with us. Well, yeah, thanks thank for having you. us. It's really cool to be here. How's right. Sunny LA treating you? As the weather is perfect. I, I can see why people come here and never go back east. Yeah. I mean, look <laughs> yeah. at this. Look I at know. This it you, really you've is. Gotten, so you brought some really good weather with you. Okay, it, good. It can be like a little dicey summer-wise. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's we've had a good stretch. We have. Yeah. We definitely have. Um, so before we get into our topic for the day, if you guys don't mind just giving a quick background to our listeners um, of yourselves, your family, and kind of how Marriage and Martinis came to be. I'll, yeah, I'll let you go with this one. Okay. <laughs> that's a good idea. Yeah, gentleman. probably is. Smart. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's being a gentleman. That's no, yeah. being smart. If there's anything you've learned in marriage, it's let, let yeah, the lady exactly. go first. <laughs> so we uh, were marriage and martinis, and we uh, started about a little, I don't know, a little over a year ago. We were going through, I mean, as most marriages at some point do, a really hard time. Um, we've been together since we were 21. Um, and in that time, you know, like, I feel like we've been through it all and we have three kids. I mean, we've been through amazing times too, but really hard times. Uh, and at one point about a little over a year ago, we were going through probably the worst time ever. Um, and Adam was dealing with some, uh, addiction stuff and we were just going through what I thought what we weren't going to come out the other side. Mm -hmm. And I think when we were really, like, at the low of the low, I was just looking for something. I didn't know what. Um, but I felt like, number one, I needed Adam home because he was going out and, um, you know, it was really hard to keep track of him. And I was worried about him hurting himself or, you know, just anything. And then uh, I also just felt like we needed something to give us like a purpose, I guess. Mm. Not that three kids aren't a purpose, but sure. something no. you know, yeah. something different that was ours. Yeah. Adam has always been podcast addicted, like since like before podcasts were cool. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So um, we always have sat in our uh, like living room together at night, and we always talk. And at the end of the night, we're always like, Ugh, "We wish we had been recording this." Right. And so um, I just one night like got up the courage and was like, let's start a podcast, thinking he was going to laugh in my face and be like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I said it and he was sort of like, okay. Right. Wow. Yeah. Pretty much no hesitation. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, let's do it. And you're, there's, this isn't at the advice of like a therapist or anything like that. You guys are no. dealing with your issues. Yes. This was pre-therapy. Now there's therapy. Got it. But this was pre-therapy when I couldn't get him into therapy when I couldn't get him to go together or by himself or anything. So this was sort of like, I think the point where like we were already drowning and I was Mm -hmm. sort of like, okay, well, if it fails... Then there's nothing to lose. There's nothing to lose. <laughs> well, there is a lot to lose, but yeah, right. we tried everything. It was kind of already lost. Yeah. We, it so, was yeah. already lost. So, um, you know, I knew I knew we loved each other. I knew we didn't want to separate. I knew that we wanted to get through it. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like 
I don't know, there would be something to bring us together. I almost feel like it was like, to me, I'm trying to put myself in your shoes. And it's like, such to have a podcast and to just open it up to just you two to have to make it like a pre therapy session is brilliant. Because, you know, it's basically the same thing. There's just not another person sitting there guiding you. And it's almost such a such a good release and practice before you have to sit in front of a therapist. Well, initially, I don't think we thought it was going to be what it is today, a form of therapy for both us and mm-hmm. thankfully for people who listen to us because yeah. we get such incredible messages from yeah. them. But when she, because we used to just have fun talking together and, you know, after a few cocktails, the conversation gets a little crazy. Yes, yes. Which is when we After say, a few martinis. Eh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But that, the only person that would really get mad at things you'd say would be your spouse, right? And it's, so you two of you are well, in it together. Yeah, but it was just so, a fun conversation. Yes, yeah. So when she said, hey, let's start a podcast, I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Not yeah. realizing what it was going to become and what yeah. we're going to be divulging and what we're going to be, you know, what we're going to be talking about and throwing it out there. It kind of evolved to that. It didn't start that And way. you guys pretty much divulge everything, don't you? Almost. There are still some things that we yeah. keep to ourselves. But that's yeah. why you're here you today. Know what, you know what, but you know what you do and what Jen and I are seeking out to do with this podcast is like you realize that there's just literally no shame in the game and and there shouldn't be any guilt involved. We are all human having experience and trying our best and you being open and honest and candid about what you guys are going through as, as a couple, kids aside, which I think a lot of couples kind of forget to do. I mean, we have young ones, but I can only imagine as they get older, it's just, it's still, it's the focus is so heavily on them that you were able to find something for the two of you to come together and do that is a place for so many other couples, like you said, to not feel alone. I mean, that's what everything is about to me. I mean, I just think, why why can't we just share our experiences all the time? Because like what we have nothing to be embarrassed about. This is life. Everyone goes through things like this. Yeah. And I think it's also like, I feel like this vulnerability is contagious because mm. when we get on the mm. podcast and divulge stuff, then I get a message who's like, you know, that's like, I, I've never told anybody this, but either, you know, I'm telling you or, and now I'm going to go call a therapist or yeah, whatever. Yes. Or my girlfriends and I, we listened to your podcast. We went out last night and we all divulged things that we've never divulged. Oh, no, that's great. Because I it feel is like contagious. it's like it's once you do it, you know, it's like a ripple effect. Yeah. Right? It's and, like they realize it's not as bad as they think and it actually helps in the long run when right. you say it out loud too yeah it's it's never as bad or right. even if it's bad you say it out loud it just feels like a release you can't yeah, hold all right. of this stuff in well and we give everybody the oh well, at least we're not as f-ed up as they are yeah. <laughs> well we get we, I, I sneak into instagram sometimes no. <laughs> i sneak into instagram sometimes and i read I, i'm not allowed on i'm not allowed to post i'm not allowed any, i'm not allowed anywhere near it but i sneak on Tell just to read why. some messages because i'll say some stupid stuff the same oh, the same you- way I'm super like nervous, but I'll have fun with it. Like I'll, but probably at the wrong time, the wrong moment, but I'll see mess looking back in the things that I've divulged on this podcast so mm-hmm. far, which I even look back and I'm like, damn, I did some bad stuff, you know? And then we get these messages and I'm like, holy shit, you did that. Like, or somebody will say, my husband did this and I'll read it and say, wow, I can't believe somebody would actually do that, mm-hmm. which makes mm-hmm. it a little bit easier for me to even come forward with. Hey, this is what I've done. This is what we've gone through. It's a it's a back and forth, and it's amazing to hear what people have to come forward with to tell us. Yeah, you're giving a real gift to people, and I think it's 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 no uh, it's no wonder that it's become as successful as it has just from 
literally your your bar room, right? Is yeah. that where yeah. you're from? Yeah. In your house a mm-hmm. little over a year ago of just the two of you, no one else like helping you or backing you. Like it's it was clearly something that was heavily needed because and you're giving couples a great gift. Do you guys Thank think you. that the podcast in some way saved your marriage? Yeah. No, not in some way. I think in it every did. way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I think it saved right his now. life. I wow. really do. I think it saved oh, wow. his life. What was it about the podcast that saved you? Was it just being open and honest and being able to hear your voice and admit things? Yeah, I guess dealing with stuff that we've gone through and actually talking about it. We, we never really... Sp- came out loud and spoke to each other about, except for fighting, about, mm-hmm. you know, things that have happened in the past. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this just kind of brings us together and allows us to have fun together while letting things off our chest, while saying what you did or what I did was wrong or why it upsets us and why, how does it relate to what we're going to talk about for the next episode. Yeah. But it, it, it brings us together, no kids, so we have yeah. an hour and a half to ourselves just to sit talk to each other into a mic mm-hmm. and just, I, I find it to be fun and therapeutic, so... Do there you, are plenty of times when we take off the mic and we're like, "Yeah, you suck." Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you do you guys ever um, find things out on the podcast while you're talking? Like you're like, "What the f-? like?" I cannot believe you just told. Well, me Well, we've thrown down headphones and like walked away for an hour yeah. and been like, "I'll see you in an hour." Do you Let's edit that? Out. Do wow. you edit that out? Only you- because of Danielle. Sometimes yes, sometimes <laughs> no. Right. No, that's not true. Sometimes, sometimes we do if it gets to a point where I'm like, okay, this is you know anything where one day if my kids listen far, far in yeah. the future because yeah. they're not allowed to listen now. You know, at a certain point, I have to say to myself like there. I, people say to us, how can you say the things that you say? What if your kid's here or whatever? Right. And, and there are some things that I'm like, you know what? I'm okay with it. Like, yeah. I want yeah. them to know marriage is hard. And they see us facing everything and everything we've been through. We're not just sitting back and letting it pummel us over. We're, yeah. you know, we're, go- we're going back at it. But, um, but I think they're going to be really proud of you. Thank you. I, I hope so. And, you know, that, so – there's sometimes like that's kind of my my gauge is sort of like okay one day if if my kid listens to this will I will it be okay if they hear it and that's yeah. when I'm sort of like well we don't hide it we we fight in front of the kids sometimes of I course mean, you know, the kids healthy. will come down they'll yeah. see Danielle crying what did Daddy do now you know uh, <laughs> is it ever the other way around <laughs> uh, I think he's cried twice <laughs> since I've known him and I think it was because like I don't know the TV broke or something <laughs> <laughs> do you find that you know because I find in like the little bit of time that we've been doing that this podcast when I listen back like I think I told you this Jenner maybe I told somebody else this yesterday or something I was I told you I was like you know I was listening back and I realized like that I kept saying that I was sad and I think I realized like I'm I might be dealing with depression again Mm. and I don't think I would have this self-awareness right now had I not Mm. like had this podcast and like hearing myself talk so do you guys go back, obviously, and listen to your episodes? And did, is there ever any, like, moments where you're like, whoa, or even about each other, where you're like, I actually didn't hear you when we were talking on the podcast, but now I'm actually Listening kind of back seeing where you're coming from. Do you get that? Well, I don't really listen back to it except for editing when I go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's yeah. so all business. I, right. I, that's you, when I you hear leave it, back. it on the floor. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we, we finish recording. I go and chop it up, edit it up, and that's when I hear he it. He more just laughs time. the whole right. time. Yeah. You're like, you think it, I mean, he thinks it's hilarious. Yeah, I do. But yeah, I think, I think more than anything, you, you get a sense um, when you listen back to conversations, or I think like just in general, you get a sense of how you speak to each other. Yeah. And, you know, and, and sometimes, I'm sort of like sometimes it's 
well, if we get a little heated or whatever, and I listen back, and I'll sort of be like, okay, I got a little, there was, you know, mm. a little mm-hmm. too upset there, and mm-hmm. and okay, and it's good to it puts you in check. Yeah, yes. we had our husbands on for one yes, episode. I loved that episode. <laughs> Thank you, but it it was I actually like I remember listening back and just I called Cutter after obviously thanking him for coming on, but I was like. Uh, sometimes I think I just look at like the annoying things that you do all the time, right. but like listening, I was like, you really a sweet person and that's mm-hmm. who yeah. I fell in love with and why I'm with you. And so like, and he was, you know, Aww. he's, he's a cancer. I don't know if you're into like, you know, astrology, but they're very emotional and very sensitive and his <laughs> lung language is lots of words. And so that meant a lot to him. Oh, that's yeah. Sweet. Yeah. That's so cute. I, on the last note of listening back, honestly, that's. Like hearing myself talk about my anxiety so much, I, there's nothing. I, I, how can I not help myself? You know. Do you think that's what led you to therapy? I would have done it regardless, just maybe not as soon. I nipped it in the bud. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, I do not want to f-ing feel this way anymore. I also feel like a responsibility when we need to talk I about, about things. To say where that. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I'm being open and honest, and yeah. I want to show that I'm gonna do something because I I would want someone to help themselves. Yes. Yeah, I don't so want it, people, yeah. yeah, I don't want people to listen to me and be like, "Oh, like she keeps complaining about her freaking health anxiety," and then like not do anything about it. Yeah. Like I'm here to be like, "Okay, so like I did something. I'm healing myself, and I'm getting better, and mm-hmm. I'll be you know anxious again in yeah. a year, and then I'll get better." And, did you, you know? guys think that you'd be helping people when you started this? I, I know we didn't. Yes, I. Well, that was my hope. Well, because, because Jamie helped me so much in the beginning, vice versa. And <laughs> thank you. <laughs> it sounded um, like such a valley girl. Vice versa. Um, I'm embarrassed. You guys might have to go to the valley while you're in LA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Jamie will show you around. Um, no, but I think our our mission was to help people. I mean, like we helped each other so much in the dark times of being pregnant and having another kid and being so tired and then giving birth and then not knowing what to do. And so we're like if we could help each other yeah. we could help yeah. others and I thought when when I didn't have any outlet when I had my firstborn and and I was very much on my own because my husband was traveling and playing baseball that like I just thought I was a bad mom mm. I just thought I wasn't cut out for this it wasn't yeah. coming natural to me because I was loved him so much but was also struggling so much I wish I, wish I was fr- did, did you ever talk to your friends about no this? one no one mm-hmm. and That's so, so crazy. Jenna was the only person that I talked to about this when I had Jack my second one and that's where this and I was just like oh my god yeah. I'm not the only one that's feeling yeah. this way. Like, even in my mommy group, I wouldn't talk about it because right. I was embarrassed. And so, yes, our mission here was to realize, like, a lot of moms feel this way. And still to this day, I think the greatest reaction to this podcast was our initial episode of just Jenna and I of talking about loss of self after yeah. having a baby mm-hmm. because it's just something that I just don't think people talk about because we should be so grateful we have children. And it's like, we are, but we can also feel other things. And so... If you don't feel other things, then you're then then you're not telling the truth, (laughs) right? I I think also when we first started, a little bit we were sort of like, who are we and why? You know, like we wanted people to listen and we wanted to help people. I mean, I really do think when we started that was one of the initial intents, but I think we were also sort of like, just like a lot of people who want to start something are sort of like, well, who are we? And then I was sort of like, well, wait a minute, we have seventeen years under our belt. What? 
that mm-hmm. right there, there and we're go. still going. So yeah. that right there and was makes it just us... word of mouth. Like when you started putting it out there, like yeah. how did you get people to listen? Yeah, that's a good. That's a good question. question. Uh, <laughs> no, like I, magic. They just no, yeah. no, no. We um, social media mostly. You know, yeah. we were we kind of built our community pretty fast. And I think when we started, um, one thing, one of the reasons I started was because when I was going through stuff, just the two of us, I was searching for something to listen to um, mm. that I could sort of not feel alone and I think there's a lot of stuff out there that's like self-help or religious based and stuff like that and I was sort of like no I just want somebody who's going to share similar stories to mine and be like you're not alone and I couldn't find it and so that was a little bit when I had the initial like we need to do we should do that I mean that's like it's something that is not out there and people need to know like you're married to the same person for a long Time. I mean, yeah. hopefully, hopefully, maybe. yeah. Um, and well, that's and everybody well, goes that's into it. When you put it that yeah. way, yes. You know, but it's true. And like, and and you know, and and that's a re- forever is a really long time to ask somebody not to make any big mistakes. Oof, you Ooh. know, truth bomb. So, yes. so <laughs> it's sort of like, and and that sort of is is something I realized when we were putting this podcast together. Is sort of like, you know, you you have to expect not expect some of this you never want to expect it but you have to be pre- mentally prepared to to deal with yeah. some f-ing bombs yeah well in your for better or for worse sickness and health all of those yeah. things exactly. right? are you guys watching uh working moms working moms i started it on netflix I'm, oh my god I'm are in. you not watching this Jamie? i only watched the first season are you talking about the second season yeah i'm i'm just i just finished the second season or i just finished the third season anyway it is so so it's funny. She well, had- you know, summer's hard for me because Big Brother's on, and that just takes up my whole life. Yes, yes. I'm but not once a- summer's over, I- I'll get Jamie, on it. Jamie, it is so everything is so truthful. We need to we need to oh my desperately God. try and get that woman on. Catherine Wrightman. Yes. We were so what happened? We were supposed. If you're listening, Catherine Wrightman, which please, I know you are. Does anybody know Catherine Wrightman? Yes, please who tell knows her we love Catherine her. Okay, we have to take a quick break because I really want to get to this topic with you guys because we just love and respect you both and think you have incredible opinions and a lot to say. Um, But quickly, so everyone can find you on the podcast Marriage and Martinis. Mm -hmm. And then where else can they find you? Uh, Instagram is really our main platform at Marriage and Martinis and Facebook. Yeah. Great. Cool. All right. Well, we will keep right back and we're going to talk all things keeping up with the Joneses. I love cozy undies. Um, makes me feel very, very happy when I'm wearing the best underwear. And um, Fruit of the Loom makes the best breathable undies. So um, it's really just what you need to stay cool all day long. And if you're in LA, we're having like a heat wave and it is hot, you guys. So this is like the perfect underwear. They make you feel cool even through life's most uncomfortable moments, like when you wave back to someone who wasn't waving at you, which I've done like more than um, I would like to admit, but made with breathable, lightweight fabric, the tiny holes provide airflow, keeping you cool. Um, they are designed with total comfort in mind. And like I said, you guys, these are amazing. You actually cannot even feel them. So try them out um, and go to fruit.com and use promo code MAMA to unlock an additional 10% off. That's F-R-U-I-T.com and promo code M-A-M-A for 10% off to get your Fruit of the Looms breathable underwear today. So you guys feel cool even when you shouldn't. Hey everybody, I'm Kate Edwards. I'm Lindsay McCormick. And Paola Pauline. 
and we are the host of the new podcast, The Next 10 on Podcast One. Our mission is to empower the voices of people who are unsure about what's going to happen next and help them figure out those steps that are coming for the next 10 years. And I'm excited to be along on this podcast journey with these two inspiring women sharing our stories and life lessons. And I'm happy to inspire others and empower you. And definitely these two ladies have so much to learn and share with. Subscribe and download new episodes of The Next 10 every week on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. So heading back to school comes with a lot of really tough and big emotions. There's new people, new responsibilities, even new places. And as a parent, watching your kids deal with this anxiety can be really, really difficult. And did you know that one in five college students struggle with their mental health? So campus counseling services are fighting to keep up. And that's why we are introducing something called Talkspace to you guys. It is absolutely incredible. Talkspace believes that no student should have to wait to get the support that they need. With Talkspace student plans, students can connect with their therapist in less than 24 hours. So they'll choose from a selection of recommended therapists and get started right away. So there's really no more waiting. And you guys, this is so important. Therapy is everything like we talk about on our show. The price of traditional therapy puts getting help far out of reach for most students. It's very expensive. So with Talkspace, um, one month of a Talkspace student plan costs about as much as a single face-to-face therapy session, which is really, really incredible. The Talkspace student plan pairs your student with a licensed therapist trained to address the challenges they face. Get started for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy. Go to Talkspace.com slash student. Make sure to use the code MAMA to get your first week free and show your support for this show. That's promo code MAMA at Talkspace.com slash student. You're listening to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Okay, we're back. All right, before we get into the discussion, we've just, uh, Adam wants to say, quickly say something about what Jenna was just well, talking about. Now that you put me on the spot. Well, <laughs> I mean, I'm Jeez. giving you an I want to hear what you have to oh, no, say. All I, all I wanted to say was, real quick, uh, the last time we spoke when yeah. you guys came on, you, you were talking about Dead to Me, and you asked if I had seen it. Oh, And I yeah. was kind of, not bad-mouthing it, but just saying that, I'm not into it. Yes. I, I went and watched it, and in like 30 minutes, I finished the whole thing. Yay! <laughs> That's right. It was yeah. amazing. Great. I love that show. So, so I just wanted to throw I mean, that out leave there. Leave a cliffhanger so, with each yes. episode. It I know. was so well done. I finished I it so fast. Yes, so thank you because uh, you convinced him to finally watch cool. it. Oh, oh my God. God. Have you already been watching Oh, please. Oh, okay. okay. Done. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, now you can watch Euphoria. Ooh. I did. Ooh. I, I haven't seen that yet. Best that, show, you know, best show I've I have never my told my daughter. Why? I have in never told my daughter that she couldn't watch something that she wanted to watch. Yeah. She never. And I said to her before she even asked, I was like, no. if I find out yeah. you've watched it, it's too much. Too. I mean, I, I, I thought it was br- beautiful and brilliant, oh my God. but so much. Okay. Best I'll acting. Okay. All right. Go on. Okay. Today we are going to talk about um, keeping up with the Joneses. And it's funny because when we, when we talked about having this be our topic with you guys... I just immediately assumed it was about us, right? Like keeping up with the Joneses' as moms and marriage and everything. But it really is twofold because it's something that our kids deal with as well. And so it's like how to deal with it as a parent. Because even my five-year-old, there's like certain conversations that we've had that I'm like, whoa, are you really like, like what? so aware? So maybe let's start with kids first and then we can okay. go into parents. So he has said to me... Um, is this outfit cool? Like, I want to look cool. And I was just so taken back that he said that to me. And I under, he, you know, he's friends with a lot of kids that have older siblings. So maybe this is where this kind of like, it's infiltrated like his like world. 
But I said to him, I was like, Bo, does it feel cool? Like, do you feel good in this? Because it really doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. It really matters. Do you do you feel cool with green shorts and a purple shirt and um, a hockey jersey over it and like Superman socks? Yeah. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, then that's cool. Yeah. Like, yes. And Bo also is, he's the most confident person I've ever met in my life. Like the most confident, confident, confident person. But he also is a follower. Mm. So he he just goes with what everybody's doing, which right. is like a gift and like a curse sometimes because he can play with anybody. Like I can bring him anywhere and know that no matter how old the person's kids are, Bo will hang, mm-hmm. which is beautiful and wonderful. But I also don't feel like he makes his own decisions when it comes to like a group of kids. And I'm trying to instill already, also in anticipation from starting kindergarten, being in big boy school, like, if you don't like what's happening or if that doesn't feel right, you don't have to do it. And it's, I think it's still a little bit of a hard concept for him to take. But, I mean, I feel like you guys probably have a way, because Milo's probably too young for any self-awareness as far as, like, trying to keep up with things. He actually does, maybe not keep up, he actually does say to me like is this cool is this cool and i think it's because neil and i were like oh that's so cool cool. yeah yeah, yeah. um but he but he also is like he asks about the outfit and will people like it (laughs) which is he goes do you think my uh, teachers will love this and i go absolutely they'll love anything you wear yeah Yeah. well so you have an almost high schooler and you have older kids do you see with them like they're they're the pressure they feel to like keep up well especially i mean think about they have social media we didn't have that right i remember like i had to have doc martens my freshman year i had to have this you know like and i still need to have doc martens yes (laughs) i wanted a kate spade bag so bad and my mom got me like an imitation in chinatown i was like so embarrassed because i was desperate to keep up with what everybody was doing well, our, our <clears throat> oldest, I have to say, uh, she's she's definitely not. She's like almost the opposite of. She's very, um, you know, she's she's very, none of that. She's not a trendsetter. She's not a trend follower. She yeah. she does her own thing. She yeah. kind of like like she like we just talked about. She she just dyed her hair and cut her hair. She did like these pink. She beats to the rhythm something. of her own. She it does. Was just, it was just because awesome. she wanted it, and she felt yeah. like yeah. for she her really, that she I don't know where she gets it from, but yeah. she's really her own. But our middle son, who's 11, oh um, he is like, he's totally the, I mean, he is so funny because last year, you know, I, I, I get him, like, boys who are 11 go through clothes, and he's very active and everything, like, they ruin clothes in a yeah. day. Holes in yeah. the knees. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I get, like, for his, for school and everything, for gym and everything, you know, I go to Target, and, you of know, course. I go to Target for good nice things. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, but, so, for him, you know, when everybody is walking around in $100 jerseys and everything, yeah. you know, so, so he comes home one day from gym and says to me, oh, oh, mom, Guess what? And I was like, "What?" And he's like, "My gym teacher told me we're only allowed to wear Nikes and Adidas." <gasps> right? I remember what? That. <laughs> no, he didn't. He oh, just told me that. Oh, I was like, I was like "Get this, this person yeah. fired immediately!" <laughs> right? Right? But he was like trying to. I was like, "Oh, really?" But yeah. he knew that I, you know, that yeah. I would not get him for, you know. I mean, I do. I'll get him certain of course, things, but of but he was sort of like that was his way. He was looking around, seeing all of totally. These other people. But at what point, yeah. as a parent, are you like, okay, this is important to you, and yeah. I want you to feel? Well, now, I, now we've gotten better. We've we've been so bad about like teaching the kids to save for their own stuff, like 
Huge parenting fail. I My not parents did not teach me that. Right. But we've just kind of started. Ugh. So yeah. we're sort of getting better at we're it. Learning. Learning. I, by the way, I think that you're in the right time. Yeah. Don't, what? I don't I, know. I don't think I'd start it before. Yeah. I don't school. know. I mean, you could do little things here and there, but like. Yeah. 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 I didn't even yeah. know what a credit I mean, card was when I was a college. fairy money for like extra toys that aren't. On a birthday yeah. or a holiday, yeah, you do, but you do things. Yeah, I didn't have a savings that I knew about when I was no. thirteen. You know, like maybe yeah. there were somebody like that my parents put aside, but I was never taught or that's saved not a fan. But yeah. he's, he's endless want. He's like it's it never yes. it never yeah. ends. And he's you very aware. One he wants to keep up. He wants to keep up, and yeah, and with it's the hard, <laughs> especially now, like with you know when when they're all doing like Fortnite and stuff online, which yeah. you know he's I have no he's idea what Fortnite that is. Obsessed. Oh, really? I'm like yeah. Well, totally. apparently he someone told me kids. like now that he's going to be in like elementary school, like be prepared for Bo to ask you about Fortnite, Fortnite for Can you sure. But, this? That, but that's what's funny about Fortnite is how how popular it is and how. He would spend days down in the basement playing, and then all of a sudden it wasn't cool anymore, so he stopped playing. Mm. And then it became cool Is again. Is this a video game? So he's playing again. It's, yeah, it's like Xbox or. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't know too much about it. I just, like, we send him down there with food. And- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, just survive. Bye. <laughs> but it's, I mean, it's, it's not, it's like different from what are those other bad games? <laughs> Like the well, ones like no Call of Duty and stuff like that. Like well, there's there shooting, but there's no blood. It's, it's not. <laughs> it's it's mm. it's like a shooting game, like but you're in this own world, and it's more cartoony than real life looking. Yeah, I, I don't want to say cartoony, but it's not as bad as like Call of Duty or I something knew, like that. Where you're literally, oh, yeah, it's where your blood, yeah. blood yeah. splatter. All I don't know if I could do that. I gauge. I don't know. Yeah, but that's where I'm going to be honest. Took his Nerf gun and laser tags away, and he thinks I'm the worst kid. I threw out the water guns. Yes, and I hear him. His friend came over and was like i want to play whatever and he goes my mom doesn't like guns she took them all away and i was like yeah i did did you well, see what our friend annie she at her son's uh, birthday at chuck e cheese she oh, covered yes. all of the games at chuck Love e cheese her. that says please do not use that that have, have guns, guns. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. funny well it's hard because you were saying like you know at what point if they want it or whatever when they're the only kid not talking about it at school and it's hard you know you realize like literally the only kid i mean every single kid I mean, I don't want to say every single kid. I know not every single kid, mm-hmm. but, you know, most of the kids in his school play Fortnite. I know, that's hard. Because don't you think, here's what just made me think. It's like, we make all the choices for them as parents, but when they're they're in that situation where you know he would make the choice to do that because he wants something to talk about with his friends and he wants to feel part of it, like, do you give it? Well, you know, I think also one thing with um, with, you have to know your kid. And, like, our middle son, Ian, is, like, I mean, he would, like, rescue a puppy off the street. You know, he's, like, the sweetest. Like, I'm never going to be worried that he's going to, like, harm somebody. Or, you know, he's not, like, setting kittens on fire or, like, you know what I mean? If if I saw that in him, I would probably be a lot more concerned. (laughs) But he's literally, like, coming upstairs and, like, you know, getting his brother, like, food and drinks. And, like, you know, he's he's that kid. But but that's a good question. That's what you're saying. Like, he can handle it. Like, do you, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I would give in. Like, I don't know. I feel really strongly. Well, that, like, I don't. I but I, I don't also, know. See, I, didn't I feel, feel like, like the I was feeling would be this. worse that he felt left out. I don't know. I felt left out my entire childhood by not being able to do certain things. Well, but also the game and, is the but game. Do you is also, feel like that contributed to your FOMO? No, I don't have. I mean, I don't have like severe FOMO here. No, but, but you know what I mean. No, no, no. I mean, look, like I look back and I'm like, I get it. Like, you know, I wasn't allowed to like go to parties when the parents weren't home. Same, at, uh, same. You know, and all of my other friends were there, and I heard them talk about it the next night, and it sucked for like a second. But then I moved on. You know. 
I, I don't know. I don't know. I think that when there's something that you really feel strongly about, your kid will be okay if you actually don't give in. Yeah, but see, I still have res- I have resentment about that kind of stuff because I had really? very strict I joke parents around, because but I, don't have I felt like, why don't you trust me? Like I felt like I wasn't being trusted when right. I had given every like a opportunity to show them that I was very trustworthy. Yeah. It's, and it took That's a minute a, for us to repair that. I get that. And then my mom would always be like, it's not you. It's the people around you. Right. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh. Neither's like, right or wrong. It's, it's, it's just. Yeah. It's just your It's opinion. something to think it's, about. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm not there yet. Like I have years until <clears throat> that happens. So like it's interesting. I could be speaking one way now. But then come, you know, five, ten years and my son's like, I want to do this game with shooting. Like who knows? Like. Right. You have, you have to pick and choose. Your, I mean, first of all, you know, I could fight with him about everything every day. You know, right. but for instance, like he wants to go to the park at night with his friends. And I'm like, you're not going to no. the park. Like that, that I do. I'm we're not like, budging no, about not that. Going. You know what I mean? <laughs> a, a, a lot of his friends are going. And I'm like, that I'm not, it's not okay. No. So we said no to that. But, you know, you, you really have to pick and choose. And I think it depends on your kid and and, you know, what, what your kid is going to be able to handle it's or true. not handle. And, and, yeah. you know, he's like a tiny little kid who I – going to the park, you know, it sounds great to him, but he doesn't get the other side of it. So you just got to, yeah. I think, just go with your gut because no one knows your kid better than you. Yeah. And it's just – and it's about – because I can also look back too and be like – sometimes I'll think like I wish I was like – didn't worry so much about being cool when I was younger because I like, but that's, I just felt like I wish I was just more like I, but I had, I had it because while I was in high school and with middle school and like keeping up with those Joneses, I had like the other theater side of Mm -hmm. me where I didn't matter any, like I I didn't want to actually wear fancy things because I just wanted, like I wanted to just be seen for me with nothing, uh, none of the labels like distracting anything. So I think that, um, but that's something you hadn't, I think is good that it's a lesson I learned on my own. I wouldn't have wanted my parents to force that lesson on me. I was actually just talking to my mom last week um and something got brought up like this i i was i went i grew up in los angeles where if you know la you know you're gonna be in the mix of a lot of very wealthy privileged human beings and i went to a private school and at the time i think i was we were living with my grandparents i mean i grew up and we owned a house and my parents got divorced and then we moved into a duplex and we moved in with my grandparents and then we moved out and then we moved back in with my grandparents so like you know we we grew up um, comfortable-ish, but like never wealthy. Um, and my mom was saying how hard it was for her, like internally, mm. to drop me off at my fr- when I started this private school to drop me off at my friends' homes that are mansions, you know, mansions in Los Angeles. And she got this pit in her stomach, being like. I can't provide this. Like I, I can't, I can't give these clothes that are on these girls to my daughter. And by the way, like we weren't poor by any means, but my mom wasn't about to go, you know, to get my wardrobe at Barney's and neither were these mothers at all at, at the school I went to. I mean, I, I grew up with amazing, uh, friends at wealthy or not. They were all incredible and I'm still best friends with all of them. Their parents raised them so amazingly but it was hard for my mother to watch me enter this mansion of a home and and 
and say, God, like, was this a mistake sending you to sending you? Hold that thought because I'm gonna we're gonna take a quick break, and when then I come back, I want to talk about keeping up with the Joneses as parents. Yeah, because I think that that's uh, an important combo. Mm -hmm. So we'll be right back. So in our playroom is where our beautiful, amazing ruggable lies. Um, It is amazing. Let me tell you, there's Play-Doh that could get on it. There's poop that could get on it. There is pee. It doesn't matter because you rip it off. It's like Velcroed onto the rug pad. You rip it off and you throw it in the washing machine and it is clean, you guys. So this is like perfect for the kids' room and the playroom, your room, a living room under a dining room table. Anyway, that's how much I love it. These rugs are machine washable and dryable. Yes, even the 8x10, which is what I have. The It's very high quality, affordable rugs with a removable non-slip pad. It's non-toxic, which is super super important to me. It's safe for kids and pets. All ruggable rugs are resistant to spills and stains. You could pour coffee, wine, juice. Like I said, you could even have an accent on it, like poop and pee, and it doesn't really matter. So if you guys want to experience this incredible, really cool-looking rug, and there's a million styles you can choose from, go to myruggable.com slash mama. That's my R-U-G-G-A-B-L-E, two Gs, dot com slash mama, and get 15% off your order and free shipping will automatically be applied to your purchase. But that offer is only applied if you go to myruggable.com slash mama. Ruggable, it is washable, livable, and lovable. You're listening to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Okay, we're back. So we're going to continue this conversation talking about keeping up with the Joneses, how we feel as moms and parents. So Jenna was just talking about how your mom felt like worried about what how you were going to be influenced or feel when she was dropping you off at like a grander home or a richer family. Yeah, than and, maybe. She, and she felt sad that she couldn't provide this for me but, or whatever this was. That's it was so just a, sad. No, it wasn't. It was just a thought. Like when she dropped me off at my first play date, she dropped me off at this house and she was like, shit, you know? What, more like she was wishing that you, she was hoping that you weren't going to come home and be like maybe that it was just her, it was she was just sharing like the thought of like me going to my first play date when yeah. I went to that school and she was like oh my god like this is wild yes that, you know and I'm sure a lot of things were going through her mind like she couldn't we didn't live like that I hope Jenna doesn't come home and say why don't we and I never did because. Again, like we grew up so great. I got back to school clothes. I was taken care of. You were never happy. F- That's all that mattered. I, like, it inside never your affected walls me. Was happy. No, I just I loved going to their house and raiding their closets and their pantries. The best pantries. And- yes. <laughs> well, for me, I feel like the keeping up with the Joneses. I got to be honest. I don't know where I took the turn, but like I literally give zero fucks, and that was the topic right, of our combo right. with you. Yeah. Was like about that. I really don't, but I can also understand it because especially with social media i mean i feel twinges of it when it's more of like feeding the baby all organic and having it be all clean and cooking and this and that and when i'm i'm just kind of like a mix of it all like i try my best but i also don't put a ton of pressure when i just don't have the time or energy and i know that they're going to be okay Mm -hmm. um but i feel like a lot of moms at least in our circle or maybe where we live and maybe you guys can chime in if this is the same for you is this it's just this intense pressure to keep up with being the most like organic clean conscious mommy you can be Mm. 
Do yeah. you agree? Oh, I mean, it's it's bananas. And I sometimes I always get embarrassed when I put things that are like, look at this choice I made for my child, because I am proud of it to show. But like, I don't want people to feel bad if they can't do that or didn't, because there's a lot of other things yeah. that I don't do. I mean, look, like, I also know that, uh, you know, There are some people who literally live and die for just doing all organic, but I also know there's some influencers that preach it and don't follow it. Like I, that the the Instagram thing like doesn't like the, you know, doesn't really bug me. Like I know there's, I know there's, it's not always what it seems. You know what I mean? And it doesn't like the organic thing. Like I just like. But I think a lot of moms really feel that struggle and that comparison. I'm sure, and they shouldn't, and they shouldn't because look like you, you could f- it's just that's wild well it's, and your kids are still young enough that you kind of can control what they're eating but pretty soon that's that's gonna not gonna stop. be the case all the time i mean our kids come home from <laughs> camp and i'm like what'd you eat they're like fruit loops um you <laughs> how know do, how do they get it because it's just there no, pick- no 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 it's just included you know it's part of camp it's oh, just like oh, they okay. provided for I mean, that's available yeah, then, then they come home and write the pantry of the oreos and the right, cookies right, and, right. You know. yeah and you know yeah. and like you're you know when your kids have played and stuff. I don't know. I guess it's sort of the opposite. Like you don't want to be the one house that's like everyone's walking in and they're like, oh, I don't want dried apples. Yeah, but the kids. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was that know. was my house. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, everyone I don't was like, you have bird your food. Right, yeah. right. So it's hard, but but for us, it's more. I feel it more with extracurricular activities. Oh, why? Um, because in our area where we live, I, we're not. I mean, we're not so much. It's not so much the organic and stuff that I feel. Although there's definitely that too. By the way, but, that's a very LA thing. Right, right, right. And I, so. yeah, right. But I think for us, um, and I think I think it's all over. I don't think it's just where we live. Like every day after school, a kid is in something every oh. single day. You know what I mean? Like you know, Monday and Wednesday are dance, and Tuesday, Thursday are soccer, and you know, I on sometimes... the weekend, and like and like literally, we live right near a sports complex, like a kids' sports yeah. complex. And every weekend, all weekend, you see parents spending their entire weekend, and I'm like. Oh my, like maybe I'm a bad parent, but I I can't, like we would not be good people if we, that that just wouldn't be us. Like some parents love it. Some parents love it. Well, this is perfect because Jamie's son actually is obsessed and takes a huge liking and is very serious about hockey. Yeah. It's a passion. So that's awesome. So she's a hockey mom. Yeah. Yeah. Since he's four. Yeah. And and listen, if you, you know, if you love it and if they're, you know, uh, gifted I, I and all that stuff. I would love to stay home all Saturday. Yeah, right. I don't want to be I at the ring for three hours with his baby brother, but we do. Right, I see right. on Instagram a lot people going from place to place to yeah. place. It's not me. I've never done that. And I um, sometimes get little um, like, ooh, should I do more for my kids? But as I'm, you know, I'm going to mention Jill Spivak. She's our mommy me teacher. She's like the guru. And she has so many wise things to say about everything. And I, I she always says, don't bombard your kids like when they're you know because in mommy me she's like you don't need to do this music class and this art class and this mommy me class and that Mm -hmm. gym class she was like don't do that let them stay home and learn to play with themselves trust me it is better in the long run passion unless they're asking yeah yeah one of my best memories of growing up was like being at home bored with my brothers and we made home movies and those are like my memories that we can go back and watch the olden days 
I know, we would days. carry around the big thing yes. that carried the tape, the VHS the v- tape. The VCR, when, and you would uh, always yeah. hear, like, my middle brother in the back of me, like, it hurts. This oh. is heavy, it hurts. <laughs> With that Boston accent again. I know, that's where my son gets it from. Oh, my son yeah. sounds like he's from Boston. It's very <laughs> that's <strange>. awesome. <laughs> Maybe you all do. Maybe do I? Just sing- no. Oh. Um... Yeah, I, 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 I can totally see that. And I, I think I felt I felt I felt that a little bit when I see other hockey moms taking them to more often hockey things that I just don't have the energy to do, like being like, am I actually not um, helping him reach his potential? Like, could he be even better if I was taking him more often? But it's just not feasible for our family right now. Right, right. Right. No, I know. It's it's hard. And same kind of thing. Like, it's always like, where do you draw the line? Because, you know, we we, we want our kids to have interests and we want to, you know, be supportive of those interests mm-hmm. and stuff. But we also, like, Adam works all week, you know, like, and then on the weekend, you know, sort of like... You want to be together. I want, right? yeah. When we want to spend some time together and, and a little bit, it's... We just to, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, just, I don't that's wanna, just not us. I don't, don't want to spend my weekend traveling back and forth or even 45 minutes an hour away like some parents do. Just, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. so the kids can play another team, which is far away. And it's every weekend and it's you know, yeah. from one yeah. to the other. Yeah. I, I, a little, listen, I'm a little selfish. I don't want to do that. You know, I want my kids to be able to play sports. I want them to have But if your kid activities. asks specifically, like, please, I want to be in a travel team. Yeah, we would figure it out. Yeah. Figure it out, yeah. right? Figure it out would, so actually, I'm not saying yes, I actually but hope, like, would you? I actually hope Milo... Um, develops like a pattern yeah because then it will be like okay now i have to do something you know what i mean oh they're so excited and it is great but yeah i think that you guys are actually we're we're the perfect people to come on to talk about this with us because we i feel like are in the same vibe of just like we don't give a because we are here the way we're sharing and the way you're sharing on your podcast of just honesty and this is who i am and it's okay and like i'm not like everybody else but like I actually am like everybody else. We all are feeling these things and going through these things. And that I think social media can be such a beautiful gift because of that. It's Mm -hmm. a place to share and create community. And it's just unfortunate that there also can be this, you know, heavy feeling of um, not enoughness sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, with the emptiness, yeah. Well, yeah, you usually see all the perfection on social media. And then mm-hmm. you realize once you put stuff out there, you really are like everybody else. Yeah. Everybody else is like you. Yeah. you know, yeah. Behind all those perfect pictures, there's this yeah. life. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think there's starting to be a shift, too. I do, too. You know, I really do. I think that there's starting to be this shift of uh, just of people wanting authenticity and wanting to be vulnerable and wanting to be able to say things and not worry about the blowback. Yeah. yeah. And and I think for a long time, everybody, you know, a lot of things that we, you know, talk about with parenting and marriage and whatever, like it's, you know, people are worried about what people, but I think now the more real everybody's getting, it's again, a ripple effect. Yeah. So. It is. Yeah. Well, we thank you guys for being who you are and we are going to take a quick break and we're going to be right back to hit them up with some shitty mommy daddy stories um, <laughs> to close this out. So uh, hold on and we'll be right back. Okay. Thursday, September 26, CBS brings you a comedy to fall in love with. The unicorn follows the life of a widower jumping back into the dating pool with a lot of help from his friends. He's attractive, employed, and able to commit. 
In other words, he's the perfect man. Walton Goggins stars as Wade, a widowed dad with two teenage daughters. A year after his wife's death, he and his daughters are still living off frozen casseroles from neighbors. When the frozen sympathy runs out, he finally accepts that it's time to move on. Now his best friends are jumping in to make sure he survives the heartbreak, even if they drive him crazy to do it. Rob Corddry, Michaela Watkins, Omar Benson Miller, and Maya Lynn Robinson are the two couples looking out for Wade's heart while navigating their own lives and kids. This well-written ensemble comedy will make you laugh and tug a little at your heart because who doesn't love a unicorn? Don't miss the series premiere of The Unicorn Thursday, September 26th after the season premiere of Young Sheldon on CBS. Okay, we are back uh, with some shitty mommy and shitty daddy. Um, I am going to read a um, sh- listener's shitty mommy first to give you guys some time possibly to think about a sto- individual story or a group story that you may have, okay? Shitty mommy! All right, so this is from Christy. She said, shitty mom of the day. Nothing like waking up at 6 a.m. to your house alarm going off and your front door wide oh. open. Thank you, guard dog, for not hearing anything at all. <laughs> oh, my God. To your five-year-old crying because you think because he thinks someone's in your house. To a neighbor you've never met bringing home your hysterically crying <gasps> three-year-old who was in the middle of the street crying no. home. She was apparently sleepwalking and oh, thought no. Grammy, her mom, left her and she was trying to find her oh my god nothing like hearing any of this because and being so scared as to what could have happened to her being okay and now i just feel like a horrible mom and all of this while i'm 31 weeks pregnant please tell me i'm not the only mom this happened to oh my god oh that's not shitty mom i, I just want to hug her i know her. that's uh, she needs to get a lock high up on that door for by a the way you remember my hotel story when Bo got out yes that, i was gonna say i've heard these stories before like who would think that like yeah. a little one can reach he was found wandering my think my brother found him oh, wandering yeah. a hotel oh, yeah, in the bahamas right no or, in florida oh, in for florida. a wedding but still wow, wow. poor mommy um uh, okay well you're not a shitty mommy you, guys, you are not a shitty just get mommy. a lock high up there um talk to us do you have a shitty mommy shitty daddy story no i've n- you're perfect. N- no i've never done anything wrong. <laughs> obviously yeah <laughs> what should i tell my uh school story my mia school story yeah definitely all right. okay <laughs> all right this was only about a year two years ago i got a call from the school nurse that Danielle was away, so I was the, the I was in charge. The parent, <laughs> which doesn't happen often. Yeah. So I get a call from the school nurse saying Mia's sick. You come pick her up. I said, "All right, no problem. I'll be right there." I leave work. I go to the school. I pick her up. I go to the nurse, and I said, "Here, I'm here to pick up Mia." And she said, "All right, let me just check." And she got back to me. No, there's no Mia here. And I said, "No, my I got a call from you that my daughter is at the nurse's office sick." Oh God. And she said, oh, "Let me let me call it like the front desk." They said, uh, no, there's no Mia Silverstein. I'm sorry. I, I, was it a mistake? And I said, no. She, she said, do you know what school she goes to? I said, yeah, she goes to this school. <gasps> and they looked in the computer. They typed it up. And they <gasps> said, no, you're, there is no Mia here. She's at the other school that's down the street. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the best that's ones one. I've heard. But, but in my fairness, one. she went to that school the year before. So that oh. wasn't that. Okay. Well, and then he did it again. Yeah, did it. Oh, boy. He did it again when he was supposed to drop her off at school. Mia's in the back of the car when he's, like, driving her to school. She's in the back of the car on her phone or something. And then they get to school, and she goes to get out, and she's like, Dad, I don't go to school here. Oh, my God. That's so good. That was a great one. Great, great one. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you both so much for 
sharing your part of your LA trip to be with us. Well, thank um, you. We yeah. think you're awesome. And please, everybody, go listen to Marriage and Martinis. It's just a wonderful podcast with just, I think we help, help so many yeah. of you, helps us and um, we look forward to continuing this relationship and oh, being yes. guests with each other. Absolutely. And thank you so yeah, much. So thank fun. you guys. We think you're awesome too. Oh, thank you. Awesome. Well, we're going to go have a love fest and leave you with a mama said. Remember, mama said, when you raise your voice and your kids call it yelling, tell them it's motivational speaking for the selective hearing. <laughs> exactly. Have a good day, guys. Thanks for listening to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. New episodes are available weekly at podcastone.com, the Podcast One app, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love the show, don't forget to leave a rating and review. We want to thank all our sponsors for this episode of Mama Said. They are Gold Peak Iced Tea. The comforts of home are never far away. Find your favorite Gold Peak flavor at a retailer near you. Mathnasium. Schedule a risk-free assessment today at mathnasium.com slash mama or 877-834-MATH. Ruggable. Go to myruggable.com slash mama for 15% off plus free shipping. Talkspace. Get your first week free by going to talkspace.com slash student and using promo code mama. Fruit of the Loom. Save an additional 10% off your purchase by going to fruit.com and using our promo code MAMA. The Unicorn. Check out The Unicorn when it premieres Thursday, September 26th on CBS after the premiere of Young Sheldon. And remember, all the info and links to these sponsors will be available in the show notes for this episode. Bye, guys.